Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it after the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. Here goes Davis. Oh, my God. This is going running all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. And tonight, hey, it was BYOG bring your own guts. And they brought some guts and some heart, and they never quit until the last one. Kick is blocked. Kick it to the all right so if you're the toughest smartest person in any particular room you are in the wrong room so I have someone here with me who's a lot smarter and a lot tougher than I am. Don't get fooled by her pretty face. She is smart as a whip and she's tough as nails. You do not want to mess with her. Gorgeous, Melissa. Thank you for helping me with college football. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here and talk football as always. I'm excited <laughs> to jump in and, and talk football. <laughs> so bottom line, right? Because, you know, you got mouths to feed. We are 32 wins, 20 losses, 61.5%. 59% you can live in Vegas, pay for your bills, feed those mouths, you know, pay for private school. At 59%. So at 61%, you can splurge and get a Louis Vuitton purse, Jimmy Show shoes, right? At 61%. So that's where we're at. 4,400. So how did it feel, right? First week when you, hit, when you were 11 and 0, and then you saw your bankroll over there in Bovada. It felt good. It felt really good. I was jumping up and down. I was so excited. <laughs> that's what I this is about. I think I'm excited to uh, to rub it in everybody's faces, you know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, hey, and that's the other thing, man, because she knows she's tough. She can talk smack. <laughs> she can talk trash. You know what I'm yep, yep. <laughs> yep, I'm uh, very competitive. <laughs> so. That is awesome because we're competing against the casino. We're competing against the, the, the captain at the sports book. We're competing against other betters, right? Yep. It's all competition. Life's a competition. Yep. We're lucky, fortunate, and good that we can compete and have fun betting on games, getting on football games. Yep. Yep. And getting all those free drink tickets to drink <laughs> all day. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. All right. So what's the first game we're going to look at, Melissa? We're going to look at Oklahoma State. All right. So it's going to be Friday night. So those, let me, that's a good mind trigger here. Let me make sure everybody's on Podbean live and then get on YouTube live where I know a few choice friends have alerts. And that's a good time to talk about alerts. A lot of people, oh, hey, you don't have all the schedules up. Hey, I'm only one person. But we are going to get Because Melissa is helping me to get the schedule up. Going to do a little bit more writing for our newsletter. Get the newsletter out. Mm -hmm. um, however, 
shit happens, right? Uh, <laughs> we live in a very uncertain, chaotic world. So we might not be able to have the schedule on. Mm-hmm. So to beat that, you can do two things. You can set up an alert like these people have on YouTube where the alert comes up. Like now we're doing the alert for these people watching live. Mm-hmm. And then you get this fixed because it's all money related. Right. We get our picks live. So Oklahoma State, you'll see him tonight because you have a little time tonight. You know, uh, I call him Coach Mullethead because he has a mullet. He's been coaching Oklahoma State for uh, 20 years. So salesmen think short term. You hear me say this all the time, but it's so true. I say that all the time because it's so important. And I see people uh, mess this up all the time. Salesmen think short term. Businessmen and women think a long term. 20 years. So salesmen think short term. You hear me say this all the time. It's so true. I say that all the time. It's so important. And I see people uh, mess this up all the time. Salesmen think short term. Businessmen and women think long term. I see. I even repeated it. I'm like, yeah, come because it's so important, right? So yeah. it's like, tell me if this happened to you, Bell. Because this happened to me, right? Because they say love at first sight. So I, I shared with you a story about the girl that, for me, it was love at first sight. Mm-hmm. I was captivated by the script. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you get in the menu, expensive French restaurant, and she's like, wow, there's squid on the menu. Squid is a delicatessen in Japan. <laughs> so all that love at first sight uh, got wiped away. As stunning mm-hmm. as she was, right? So it was a very short-term, short-lived love at first sight. <laughs> right. And then the longer-term relationships are kind of sometimes growing to it. Is that right? No? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, he's two and two to start the season. Long story short, he thinks long term. This Kansas State game on Friday night is a bigger long term game for him. Standalone game, there's not many college games or just high school games tonight. We're getting plus twelve. He's at home. What he's been there twenty years. So the game plan he's had for the first four weeks of the season is not what we're going to see tonight. And we're getting twelve points. Vegas knows this. The key number is ten. So Vegas is giving itself two points. So we're going to be in business with Vegas, and we're going to go plus 12, Coach Mullethead. All right? What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. You like? Yeah. Awesome. All right, so that's Oklahoma State. Next thing we're going to look at, right? Yes. It's Illinois, and you got a very interesting analysis on Illinois. Tell us your analysis on Illinois, now. Well, um, I I believe that Illinois is going to win. So I I actually did the bet before this podcast on the money right. line um, because the light dick butt kiss. There you go. R.I.P. Rest in peace. He okay. went to Illinois, and they're going to make that victory win for Dick Butkus. Um, yes. So that's my beliefs. <laughs> there, you go. Noise. Go, there you go. Go, dig my kids. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> He's pressed. 
they're making better money in, in the you know the Big Ten, and that's why UCLA and USC are going to have so much problem because even though they're making all this money, you got to know culture. That's why I love like traveling and going around the country because each culture is a little bit different. And if football's a religion, these refs. Dick Buck is dying, and Dick Buck is graduating from the University of Illinois. Even subconscious or consciously, the refs are going to give Illinois the call on a game that Vegas is looking at. Even we're looking at it. Even Illinois has the edge. The players, Dick Buckus might have gave him a pep talk during uh, summer or spring ball or something. Right, yeah. being a legend, they're going to remember that talk, or the coach is going to play the video of the talk before they go on the field. That's going to give Illinois an edge. It's going to give us an edge as we're going to make yep. money. We're going to be in a good mood that we were last week, 2-0, and going into uh, the games. All right? Got a lot. Okay. And I'm very excited about last week's games. We're doing a little to the mean. We're like a little 500 last week, but again, return to the mean, a big sports betting term. Uh, return to the mean means for us, Melissa goes 11 no again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Air bankroll is blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the next game we're going to look at, Melissa? That would be uh, Arizona. All right. So USC inflated lines. You make money all season with all these billionaires to get a USC, uh, have these special accounts, and they put all their money, million dollars every week, on USC. I got it at plus 22. It should be around there. But I like uh, Illinois. Uh, not Illinois. <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> Keep thinking Illinois. I'm like, well, I know. I'm liking that Illinois pick even more now. <laughs> There's no way. But you bet equal amounts on each game because the high flow probability is 80% because you're like, oh, I'm going to double down on the da 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 And then the Illinois quarterback busts his knee on the first play. Yeah. And you get killed. You know, you lost all your money. So you bet equal amounts on each game. But, yes. you know, sometimes you can let your emotions go a little bit when it's business related and be like, wow, getting mm-hmm. a little bit more excited about this little noise game. Yeah. Uh, USC, Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley has won four bowl games. What that says is the teams with equal talent with him, uh, the coaches outcoach him. Mm-hmm. He seems like a one-trick pony, air raid guy. He's never really won anything. But, Melissa, he's getting $15 million to coach UFC football every year. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I coach Just football. a little bit. <laughs> uh, so he, he wants to be steady Freddy. He doesn't want to kill his team. He wants his team to be well at the end of the season. But they're not going to kill Arizona. They're going to beat Arizona. They're going to kill him. And I'm looking at this. Let me double check this. To make sure that it's uh, the same now, embed it as we speak, as we multi not multitask, which we really can't do. You just go back and forth between things. Uh, they have it, the total at 72. So, as we know, Vegas likes to take advantage of people who bet the favorites and the overs. USC is a what they call public team, which a lot of people like to bet on USC football. Yeah. Coming off of, we made a lot of money, plus 22 Colorado last week. You know, this saved us from, we have a non-losing record in college and pro that's insane, 
right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they kept us even, right? And those are the weeks when you, even those weeks, those weeks make you a lot of money because you're compounding uh, good decisions on top of the other to the point where you get to the threshold where you make money, right? Mm-hmm. So plus 22, we know the key number is 21 and Vegas is giving itself a little bit of cushion. We are going to go and be in business. We're going to be Vegas's business partner and go plus 22. People love to bet the So we're getting 22 points. So, oh, yeah, USC, wow, they killed them, right? That's why you put it on mute. You don't watch it because they'll be like, oh, USC killed them, right? Melissa's going to be out Saturday night, and the whole bar starts cheering at the end of the USC game because USC killed them 42 to 21. And we're like, ah, ha, ha, we won because he covered 22 points. Yep. (laughs) Or a late, meaningless touchdown. And 72, 41, 42, 21 is 73. So that's what Vegas is thinking. So let me see what the, what the total is now. Because if we can get those million-dollar people from USC, these billionaires, going in, putting a million dollars on USC and then putting a half a million dollars on uh, the, the over, then we make money. So the over is 71 and a half. I'm going to stay away from it. I'm going to trust my instincts. My instincts say 42-21. We cover the 22 points. We'll stay away. Remember, arbitrage. Arbitrage is the stocks where you pick 10 or more stocks in a specific drop. So... Let's say you like the airline industry. You think the airline industry is going to blow up since it went down during the pandemic. So you just don't pick Delta. You pick Delta, Alaska Airlines, blah, blah, blah. You go down the list. Spirit. You pick them all. And you put them in a basket. And you'll make more money than if you try to be Nostradamus and pick which stock is going to blow up more than as good as this brilliant stock analyst out there. But as brilliant as stock analysts is, just pick off 10 because the highest level of probability is 80%. And there's a 20% luck factor. So you pick all 10 to give yourself the highest probability and to eliminate variables from you making money. And remember, you eliminate variables and covariables to ensure your result. That goes along with what Elon Musk said about the truth. You get to as close to the truth as possible to predict outcomes. That's why we're kind of harsh. We do some reporting. We're kind of blunt. He's just money. Melissa has mouse to feed, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to make Melissa money. And time is So we can't just idly watch football games. We have to be able to monetize them, not just now, in the midterm and the long term. Mm-hmm. So get me, the Arizona Wildcats, plus 22, against Lincoln Riley. And he's making fifteen million, and then uh, the quarterback Williams making three million nil. So it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money going on. So we need a piece of that action to come our way, Melissa, off yeah. the college football industry. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next thing we're gonna look at? Uh.
Um, Oregon State. So Oregon State, probably Jesse will be watching this. Then, uh, when Jesse does the NFL, Melissa's going to go on there, give him some real football knowledge. But, I mean, you know, and you have to put your ego at the door, you know, and it's always better lucky than good. Little did I know, right? It's the first thing, first impression you get of Melissa is like, wow, she's so beautiful. You're stunning. That's the first glance you get of Melissa. But never enters your brain that she has the uncanny ability to pick NFL football games. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's always better to be lucky than good. So she picks NFL football games better than I do. Because not only has she been watching football since she's a little girl, she has female intuition to tackle on with it. Yeah. You know, you know, she also has a rock and art. <laughs> it reminds me of that movie, something about Mary with Cameron Oh, Diaz. yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> you know, Cameron Diaz, because like, I'm biased, biased towards Cuban. Cameron Diaz is Cuban. Oh, yeah. Yeah, from Long Beach, she went to the same high school with um, uh, Snoop Dogg. Oh, that's right. In Long Beach, and she's cute now. Blonde hair, blue eyed, cute. Yes, they exist. Uh, so, what I'm going to be debating this with Jesse tomorrow Oregon State versus Cal. So, I'm going to be in WWE mode, but I'll give you a sneak preview. I'll talk about the pencil neck geek liberals on the uh, Berkeley, Cal Berkeley defensive line. Uh, Cal. Broke my heart last week. They were minus 12. They should have blown out the other team. Uh, and sports betting is like finance, where it's not what you hope is what reality is, what the blood truth is, the brutal truth. And I would prefer Cal to be better than what they are. They're at home. They showed the Cal game the other week. There was like nobody in the stadium. I felt bad for Cal. There were like four people, four people there. Uh, they're moving to the ACC, and the ACC is falling apart. They should have just stayed the Pac-2 now and get some, I think it's $600 million. $600 million two schools are going to get because, it, you know, the other schools didn't think things through. Cal should have stayed there. So, we get, you know, you got to look at your biases. And actually, this line's going the other way. I got him at nine. I'm going to bet him again at seven and a half. Yeah. Right now, as you speak. Yeah. That's what uh, I did. Nice. Man, yeah, that's a good number for them because, again, you got to watch your emotions. Uh, this is legal because betting is not a registered stock, right? Mm -hmm. So if I had this type of information, I would not be able to even tell my clients to invest if I had the inside information we have because Chad's brother, who used to be on the podcast, was the backup, was the starting quarterback for Arizona, for Oregon State. Uh, we know every single thing there is to know about Oregon State football because we were living, uh, living vicariously, me. Um, Melissa is sort of vicariously, but not because she, her arm is just as good as those cats. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, you gotta see the video, the video of Melissa throwing firing. You can't say she's throwing the ball, she's firing the ball. <laughs> as Melissa fires the ball out, not throw. She's firing yeah. the ball out. It is, it is shocking too. 
you know? It's like the second awe. Is you know, first you get awed by her beauty, you're like, but then you see her throw the ball, you're like, what? What is this? I had to look at it a few times. I'm like, wait a second, am I getting enough sleep? You're I had a dream of Melissa's firing the ball like Dan Marina. <laughs> like, what's going on here? Damn. Dude. Those pot tummies must have some hallucinatory things in them. <laughs> like tripping and like Melissa's throwing the ball like Dan Marina. Like, but I digress. Uh, Oregon State. We know a lot about Oregon State. And in this game, when you look at the defensive line for Cal, they're not going to hold up in the second half. They're going to get pounded and pounded and pounded until Oregon State covers the seven and a half first. Like that, Melissa? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, yeah, before we started the podcast, I went in there and I, I saw it at seven and a half and I was like, I'm betting this. <laughs> I'm betting this. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> and I go into other podcasts and I'll have my, my board out next week. We're going to what value really is because people lie about it. So if people lie about something, it's because they do not want you to be able to predict an outcome. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why people lie so much about what value is. Mm-hmm. But we could call this perceived value when it's nine, it's now seven and a half. Yeah. To look at it, uh, okay, it's a point and a half where Josh was historically 60 to 70%, 59% you could live in Vegas, 59% you consider chart. He's saying nine and a half is good. So seven and a half. It's value. It's value. It's perceived value. All right. What's the next game we're going to look at, Melissa? Uh, Louisville. Louisville. The other thing about arbitrage, straight out of the book, and it's funny because the the Series 7 test has a 70% failure rate, and everybody's so nervous for that. So I'm studying for the test, and I'm reading about arbitrage, and I'm linking it to sports today. <laughs> I'm like, look where my mind's going. I'm supposed to be focused on this test. This test is so hard. The person gave me two thousand dollars worth of study materials for. I'm lucky. My my buddy of mine, who uh, each client he gets, he gets like five clients a year. They all have to be worth more than fifty million. He reminds me, there's twelve hundred people in California worth over fifty million. All right. Mm-hmm. So he, he paid for the study materials for me because I'm good at picking stocks. So he gives me $2,000 for the study material. I paid for the test. The test is like $1,000. And I'm studying for the test arbitrage, and I'm thinking about sports today. <laughs> like, because arbitrage is uh, you pick the 10 airlines that I talked about to kind of mitigate the, the 20% luck factor. It's 80%. Probability. So, any sports betting podcast that says, "Oh, there's a stone cold lead pipe lock." There's no such thing <laughs> as a stone cold lead pipe. There isn't. There's no guarantees in life. No, yeah. you know, if you're halfway an adult, you understand. There's no guarantees. In life. Yeah, something can happen and mess everything up. Right. Yeah. So, to that end. Um. In arbitrage, the other part of it is you take advantage of market inefficiency. So 
when you look at this pick, this Louisville pick for the ACC plus seven, this is a built-in market inefficiency we took advantage in the USC game. As much as we like to think we picked games and they were brilliant, some games just by the book pick themselves. So right. Notre Dame is going to Louisville, and we're getting uh, we're getting seven points. That's what I got. There's people that I know, so it's direct evidence. So eighty percent again. Most of the things I'll say is that I've had direct evidence. So I have securities licenses, right? NBA uh, makes me a fiduciary, so I have a responsibility to the public, not to lose the public money. Whatever I said, okay. Mm-hmm. So, Louisville uh, plus seven, right? I can say and then go to court. Somebody can sue me. It's a market inefficiency. Probably it should be a pick'em game. It could go either way. Jeff Rom making seven million dollars a year, graduated from Louisville. They're five and zero. He was a coach of Purdue. So he knows how to do more with less. This is also a recruiting game, right? You bring in recruits and say, hey, we're playing Notre Dame. Put them on the sideline, da da da. If you lose, you're like, man, if you were here, we would have beat them, da da So it's a good recruiting game for them. Jeff Brown, great coach. We talk about it in the NFL podcast. You can look at it or the 10 rules of betting, 10 top 10 rules of betting that's going to be in the upper note. So notes you can click on. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we talk about corporate governance, so look at the corporate governance. I think Jeff Brown's a better coach. Than Marcus Freeman. Remember, we talked about that in the Ohio State game. I was concerned about his ability to coach and how did they lose that Ohio State game? They had 10 men on the field on the most important game, important play of the game, right? He showed as a coach, he showed because even if the special teams coach, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't fire, most special team coaches would have been fired for that. You're about to beat Ohio State. And there's only 10 players on the field for the most important play of the game. Jesus he should have known that. He can count. Yeah. He can know, oh, wait, timeout, timeout. There's only 10 guys on the field. Blah, blah, blah. So now he's going against Jeff Brom. Jeff Brom's giving me seven points at home. It's Notre Dame by, wins by a field goal. Melissa and I are happy because we got yeah. Louisville plus seven. It's at six and a half now, by the way. Right. So I would buy that. So I can buy the half point. That's what I did. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So, what's the next game we're going to look at? Let's. Uh, Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> As people like to make fun of them. Uh, Coach Fat Ass. Fat Sammy Pittman. Fat Sam Pittman. And let me see if I can do this real quick. Do a pop quiz. This is one thing I didn't look at because uh, you learn this in life, right? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, most people will lie. Lie to us. So, have you ever had in your life a boyfriend lie to you? I can't say that there wasn't one. Who did you lie? <laughs> That's horrible. That's so horrible. But that's the life we live in. That's the world we yeah. live in. Yeah. So no, I can't. No, I can't. I can't say that one didn't lie to me. I can't. 
<laughs> YouTube is the home of NFL. Uh, to watch all your NFL teams out that world we live in games all season. So okay, hey Sam, how you doing? So you can't when when coaches do a press conference, mm-hmm. you can't believe really the word they say, but but you can look at their body language. Their tells. So, yeah. So I do a lot yeah. of music. So for 30 seconds, because it doesn't take long, especially for somebody as smart as Melissa, mm-hmm. you can make a determination of the guy's body language. So we'll let him answer one question. And we'll look at the subject. Now, yeah. Psychotherapist, I'm not a psychotherapist. They're expert in deception. But there's a few clues, right? When mm-hmm. somebody's asked a question and they look down, that means they're lying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Uh, you ask them a question, they don't answer right away. They're lying. Right. Because when you're not lying, you just answer. Right. Right. You know, there's yeah. some exceptions. You know, I'll be, I'll be out of meeting. And my knee-jerk reaction probably going to get me in trouble. So I might hesitate and then talk. But usually I'm honest. This is filtering, right? Mm-hmm. At that point in my career, you do not want to do business with somebody you don't like. Right. So I'm like, blah, blah, blah. But let's look at Sammy Pittman for a minute and see what Melissa thinks before we bet on this game because he's the head coach. We know how much control these coaches have. I had a question about Judkins and Rocket. I don't think Judkins has missed any games, but his first four, I think he didn't have more than 60 yards or 13 carries. And last week he goes 33 for like 177. What do you see from him leading into that game then? You know, how different he looks. He looks down. He's processing. He's trying to think of something. Like you just spoke about. Uh, every time he runs the ball, he's really physical. I, I do think 20 foot, there are other back. He's down again. He's, he's, he's really very good. fidgety. Well, so I think they're sharing the load a little bit more. Obviously, the bag underneath his eyes, he hasn't slept much. Big game. Yeah, yeah and, it's uh, the it's the fidgeting. Oh, and then the scratching on the nose. Right. That's a tell. That's a tell. <laughs> I believe he led the SEC in rushing last year. He's still the same guy. He's incredible. He's a really good player. I think just the opportunities came to him a little bit more Saturday than what they had previously. And Rocket, I think he's right there behind Judkins, and obviously they both had monster games last year when you all play. Um, with Rocket's second week back, what are you seeing from him in practice? Do you think he might be more ready to break out? Like yeah. week? So, well, we're hoping so, buddy. There you go. Fixing yeah. the collar, fixing the collar. Uh, a deep breath. Yeah. He's nervous. <laughs> You're a lot for this, man. You got this nailed down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you know what? If you're going to talk to Melissa, you better bring your lunch because she knows you can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. That guy screamed. Screamed like. <laughs> All right. So we're getting plus 12. Uh, so we're not going to bet the money line because we yeah. can tell that he's lying and they're going to lose. Yeah. But he hasn't slept. So you're going to figure out how to keep this game close against Good old lame Kiffin. The reason I call him lame Kiffin is because he he is one in fifteen against ranked teams. So he's never really beat a decent team. Arkansas isn't ranked either. Man, you can tell a lot by looking at the coach because the coach knows the whole roster. They know who they're playing. Coach knows he's going to lose. However, 
the bag's underneath his eyes tell us he's trying to figure something out. Yeah. Right? So give us our Kansas plus the 12, but we're not going to pay the money line bet on that. We're just going to go plus the 12 because it's over the key number of 10. And they're not going to give up, right? Coach is going to figure out how to score late for a backdoor cover late to cover the 12 points for us. How does that sound, Melissa? Sounds fantastic. All right. What's the next game we're going to look at? Kentucky. Kentucky. Kentucky Wildcats coming off a big win against the Florida Gators. Gators. <laughs> <laughs> Gators got Trump. So they want to run the ball. Um, Stoops family, right? Well, the Andy Reid Mafia family, their coordinator comes from the Andy Reid family. So they'll be able to run the ball. And again, this is more of a finance pick than, than a football pick. You're looking at market inefficiencies. Georgia, yes, those Georgia dogs have been able to hunt. I say hunt. I did live in the South for like 20 years, so I can say hunt. Those dogs can hunt. Uh, but they're not going to cover a ridiculous line. They're 5-0. and We're getting 15. Again, it's over that key number of 10. So even if you hadn't watched this team's play, which I never – I've seen both teams play. Never bet behind it. Even if you had not done your research, I did do my research. I let, read the Kentucky Courier and the Atlanta Journal and Constitution. Right, you always got to do your due diligence. However, uh, looking at it just from a finance standpoint, you're getting over the key number of 14, which is two touchdowns. Uh, Kentucky will be able to run the ball on them. And remember, Georgia's won the last two national championships. So your couple out there who's independently wealthy or the kids graduated school, they're going down to Biloxi to bet on games. They're going to bet every over and every favorite. So then you're going to bet. A lot of money is going to be on Georgia plus the 15, right? And then over the 46, we're going to go the other way. Because that's a market inefficiency. And we're betting more than 10 games. So we make you money, right? All kinds of different ways. By doing our reading. By been watching football our whole lives. Evaluating the teams. And then you add in the finance business aspect of it. And Melissa, too, is a very savvy businesswoman. As you can tell by her intelligence. Right? So we bring all that to the table. Making you money betting games. To that end. Give us Kentucky plus 15 and a half points over the team number 14. What do you think? And we saw Coach Pittman there too. Yeah, I think that sounds great. Um, it is down to, um, at least on Bavada, it's at 14 and a half right now. So. All right, so bet that. Bet that now for those people yeah. watching this on the live stream. I would bet it now because it looks like it looks like right. it's dropping. Um, I don't know what it's on. Let's see. It's still over the team number 14. So yeah. don't get it under 14 because they can't get the, you know, 20 and 14. Yeah, on, on the Vegas Insider, it's at 14 and a half, too. Right. So 14 and a half. So. Always shop around. Mm -hmm. I know we go to Costco. We go to Roush. We go to Target. We shop. We get the best. Yes. All right. So again, you see the theme here. We're looking at market inefficiencies. 
bet on the fact that we've been betting for 25 years. What's the next game we're going to look at, Melissa? Knows that would be Colorado. Colorado, Coach Prime. Uh, I'll have it tomorrow. Next week, I'll have it. I'll have a hat and glasses <laughs> for Coach okay, Prime. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Coach Prime has a hat and glasses. And that's how we made money on the Colorado State game when the coach made fun of them. When a coach is making fun of another coach, they know something. So they yeah. covered the spread for us as 22 points. So the same thing with USC. Market inefficiency. Plus 22 Colorado made us money last week. Mm-hmm. This week is going to be um, the over 59. Right. We know the key number is, you know, 49, 56, 62 is the key number. So we're getting three points under that. And as much research as we do, not that Vegas gets me right all the time. This is what Vegas, so Vegas use them as a foundation, not the end all be all. You still are responsible for your own decisions, right? You're responsible for everything good and bad that happens in your life. So you have to make your own determination on the line. However, forming a basis from it, you're like, okay, Vegas has a lot of resources did their research, and they have it safely under the 62, right? Because they want to make money. Mm-hmm. But people have been in the under because of what they saw. Remember, past performance is not necessarily indicative of a future result. It might be. You're going to have to make the decision. In this case, uh, when two offensive coaches go against each other, game goes over. So Kenny Dillingham took over the offense. Young guy, 32 years old. He loves offense. And usually when it's a younger coach, right, they're like, screw it. Let's get in a shootout. If you're in a meeting with Bill Belichick and he's talking about a shootout, or Andy Reid, old fat coaches are like, no, 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 no. Let's put it on the defense. Tomlin with Pittsburgh. Let's put it on the defense. No, let's not get into a shootout this week. Sometimes they do decide to get in a shootout. But most of the time they're going to shoot you down. As a 32-year-old head coach, and we know what Prime, Prime is like, let's get every game into a shootout. So that being said, players are being hurt. It's going to be 100 degrees in Arizona. So for us, it means over the 59. Right? Right. right. Over the 59. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. Right. Also, that would be awful playing in that heat. Right, with pads on. <laughs> Screw that. In a helmet on. Right. Oh, thank you. Gosh. We're gonna skip the next game because uh you know how it is. Yeah. Uh you good looking people like us, people are always bothering us. So somebody was like asking me what I would do, but you can't bet your own team. Right. So we're gonna skip over the floor for because you cannot bet. Your own team. What's the next team to look at? Uh, Texas A and M. Okay, Texas A and M. The Aggies. Coach Jimbo Fisher. And I heard it this week. And uh, let me know what you think, Mel. I'm in Vegas. Maybe. Four years ago, it was before the pandemic. 
get to drinking with a deep pocket Alabama booster. And, you know, when people are drinking, you're having a good time. And it's funny because it happened to me again. You can't, this stuff that happens, you know, and I hate it because just the way my brain works, I need to plan things out, right? This is for my own personal safety. I need to have a plan for everything. This you can't plan for, even though it happened twice in a row. You can never sit and plan, oh, I'm going to Vegas with this guy. Or a deep pocketed guy befriends you and starts buying you drinks. Heterosexual guy, so it's not like a gay thing going on. They're buying you drinks and giving you money to bet on the next games you make out, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting on these guys, he's a big Alabama booster. He goes, Josh, you know, deep southern accent, Josh. Nick Satan's Nick, I call him Nick Satan for many reasons. He called him Coach Saban. You know, Coach Saban's kids are all adopted. And you look at Miss Terry. Would you do Miss Terry? Miss Terry's his wife. So I heard that. You can't believe everything you hear or whatever. So he's implying the Coach Satan is gay. And then Jimbo Fisher, who's playing this week, he's the head coach of Texas A&M. And that's my dog, Aiden. Hey, Aiden. <laughs> so uh, he's making $9 million a year as a Texas A&M coach. And Satan said something about him last year. And Jim Fisher went on there and said, there's stuff I know about Coach Saban that I'm not going to disclose. But if he keeps messing with me, I will disclose him. So what am I to make of that? Because I add this, coach is gay, right? And there has to be, right? 10% of the population is gay. I have, you know, many friends, and I have friends who just subscribed uh, to the podcast, Getting Alerts, and I have a subscriber on YouTube, very good friend of mine, for many, uh, technically is a client, and he's gay. Mm-hmm. There's nothing against gay people. It's right. just my gaydar might not be as good as your gaydar. <sighs> what do you make of that? Can I put two and two together, leave it as a question mark, but a little bit of evidence? What do you think? Well, how many kids does he have? That are, just, how many kids? Three. They're all adopted. He doesn't, have a, the, doesn't he have a single biological kid? No. He's been making like you know nine million for fifteen years, and he's always been a you know deep pocketed coach. And psychotherapists tell me that gay guys like get jobs when they're around like men. Either my what my thought process is either he is gay or he's sterile. Right. Can't have kids. Right. Or both. Or both. Or both. Or both. Because right. it's bad. I'm being bad. Yeah. yeah. Miss Terry looks like a man, which is his wife. Oh, really? So <laughs> it's not idle gossip. We tie it to football. So there's a grudge between these two men. And they asked Jimbo about it, and Jimbo wouldn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then you look at body language. When he said that, it didn't look like it was a money thing or it was some fraud thing. It was like some juicy stuff. He, <laughs> he, he, he under no circumstances is he going to say unless 
Church Satan opens his mouth about him. Yeah. Like the whole, oh, keep, your, keep me out of your mouth, da, da, da. So they're playing. Jimbo Fisher beat him two years ago last year with a 500-team you know, beat on. For that and many other reasons, uh, they paid a million dollars per recruit. So it's at home game. You know how coaches target games. So we're going to make money in coach targeting game. And we're going to go Texas a and money line. We're not going to get the points because Coach Satan is a good coach. Coach Satan has won seven national titles. All right? So give me Texas A&M on the money line. What do you think, Melissa? I agree. Um, I made that bet. Before I <laughs> <laughs> so when you're out with friends and this game is on, you got, you got good details to break this game down for. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes, I do. I got the juicy details. <laughs> and then you pan to Coach Satan. You just look, oh, does he look gay? He does look like Satan. You should look at Coach Satan. <laughs> so what's the next game we're going to look at, Melissa? Washington. Actually, I mislabeled it. I should put Washington State. Washington State, all right. Uh, another gay man. Now, this, again, I'm a fiduciary uh, I have a legal duty to protect the public. So whenever I say information, it's direct evidence. It means something you've seen with your eyes. Now, the whole thing with the Alabama booster, this guy donates a million dollars a year to Alabama. Alabama football here marks it. And he says this, it's still hearsay. I couldn't say it in court, it would be hearsay. So when I call... Um, fat gay coach Chip Kelly, and I call him gay, it is because uh, my wife had a friend and she had two like really cool, well heeled, rich gay guys who have been married for like 20 years, but they still like to go out. And you know, the gay life sounds different again. I have a gay client, gay friend watching the podcast. So their lifestyle is different, okay? They're, you know, they're allowed to cheat on each other as long as you go through certain rules. It's just certain gay rules. Mm-hmm. So they're like, let's go out. You know, I know you guys are heterosexual, but let's go out to West Hollywood. You know, and do you mind if we go to gay bars, and, you know, in West Hollywood? I'm like, oh, fuck it, we don't care. You know, people are people, bars are bar, whatever. So we're out in Hollywood. And then here comes Chip Kelly with a ridiculous outfit, <laughs> hugging on some dude. And I'm like, you know what? That's freaking, I think that's Chip Kelly. <laughs> so I go to the bar and I'm like, hey, coach. And it's like, hey, you know, he, he touched me down to say, da da da. Yeah, that, that is me. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm like, I have a podcast. Can I say something on podcast? Yeah, I'm not coaching in the South. So that's the way the whole thing with Nick Saban. Nick Saban is coaching in the South. If he came out of gay, he couldn't coach out of Alabama. The deep basketball stuff. Chip Kelly doesn't care. They've been making yeah. $7 million for years. He could care less. Right. Actually, he wants to be fired, right? So he right. just go and live his life. <laughs> so, fat gay guy Chip Kelly, say it to his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wouldn't take offense. It's direct right. evidence. I saw it with my own. So when I call Chip Kelly gay, he is like Lane Kiffin. He is 
like one in 20 against ranked teams. Washington is ranked 13th. We're getting plus three and a half, four points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even sprinkle. Now I've talked myself into this. Yeah. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on that money line. So we're going to go 500 bucks on Washington State. I bought the half a point, made it four points. And let me look at Washington State's money line. Because remember, Washington State got screwed over by UCLA going to the Big Ten. This is a big game for them and their coach. It was plus 145. Yeah. yeah. So 500 on Washington State, plus three. Um, don't want to mess with my profit. So, if, you know, by winning, it's 450. So I'll do $100 on the money line, Washington State. What do you think, Mel? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to bet on the money line right now, too. Right. And I'm not a psychotherapist, but I can speculate. What do you think that, you know, as bad as he is, against the spread, he's like 8 and 35. You know, he's like, let's say, 18 and 35 at UCLA. Let's stick around coaching to be around guys since he's getting <laughs> Versus just giving it up and because he, he saved every single penny he's ever made. So he, he has like a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he's still coach. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean, maybe he maybe he sticks around because one, he likes the view, or two, because he enjoys doing what he does. Or yeah. all of the above. <laughs> Best of both worlds. You know, not, again, we, we talk about things on other podcasts that other podcasts don't talk about, but it's all re- related to sports betting and picking the right team. Mm-hmm. So we pay our bills, right? So we're not playing around. But it does give Coach Kelly access to young, strapping, really good shape gay guys coming out of high school that want to play college football. Right. So that is UCLA Bruins not covering the spread, most likely getting beat by the Washington State Cougars. Was it? So what's the last game we're going to look at, Melissa? LSU. All right, so again, we're going to have some fun down on the bayou. I, I went on a road trip one, so we sang that the whole way. But we're really drunk, right? So we're really slam drunk. Going from Florida to Louisiana the whole time, we're like, son of a gun. You're going to have some fun down on the bayou. So this is going to be on the Mississippi River. You got Missouri 5-0 going against Coach Kelly and LSU. We saw this with the Jets last year. So the Jets are perfect team. Jets were 7-3 last year. We picked it on a podcast. We say that's a fraudulent, fake football team. They're like, how can these guys be? Look, because they're all even. We got marginal utility, right? Where the top 200 guys, yeah, they're a step above, but 800 to 1,000, they're all even. They're all the same. So a very organized, good coach can start off the season well. But eventually, we've been watching football a long time, uh, things will catch up to them, right? And we'll talk about it on a later podcast. 
the difference, right, between red flags and deal breakers. <laughs> but it's important. It's always important, right? When you're getting a client, acquiring a client, because time is money, you don't want a client that's going to be uh, a waste of your time or a pain in the ass. Right. So you look at a red flag, is this person going to be a pain in the ass? Versus a deal breaker, for sure this person is going to be a deal So for people dating, the same thing happens. Right. Red flags come up. But is it a deal breaker? <laughs> so you have to make that decision. <laughs> red yeah. flag versus deal breaker, right? <laughs> yeah. So Missouri's in that category where they have a lot of red flags. They're 5-0. and oh, They're playing a good LSU team coming after a bad loss. Then you look at corporate governance. Coach took Notre Dame, a bad team, to the championship twice, to the playoffs twice. So that means he's going to figure out what's wrong with LSU. Uh, they have more talent than Missouri. So give me LSU on the money line. What do you think, Melissa? Yeah, sounds good. Um, I agree. LSU has more talent than Missouri. And definitely go for it on the money line. Right. So again, we're going to have some fun. On the Mississippi River, you said, I don't know if you watched that on Netflix. Um, what was that? The Ozark. (laughs) (laughs) So people are going down from Louisiana on that river road, going all the way down to Missouri. I think both seats have legalized sports camera. So, me personally, and we'll close with this, Melissa, uh, if you were supposed to go to the game, LSU against Missouri, and you're on a riverboat, you got a bunch of TVs, a sports book, and you're drinking. Do you leave the boat to go to the game and party, you know, tailgating, which is good, too. You got barbecue, you got tailgating, meet random new people. Do you go to the game or do you stay on the riverboat? But you're not driving either because you're getting an Uber to the game and move back. I probably... Normally, I would stay on the boat, but I'm doing this new thing this year where I'm going out of my comfort zone. Nice. And I would, I would go. I would probably go to the game. Nice. No, I, I wouldn't want to. I would make myself go and meet new people. All right, cool. So I would cool. do that. No, yeah, it's a great place to meet random people. People yeah. that, for me, wouldn't give me. You're deaf from Melissa, right? Mm-hmm. But. With me, they wouldn't give me the light of day. But drunk with a trailer and barbecue and beers, walking through the park right to the game, they'll flag me down. It goes from <laughs> flagging me down and bring you here and like giving me beers and stuff. <laughs> All right. So, hey, we're going to be on podcasts and, you know, appearances where people do charge for picks, but we don't. Mm-hmm. Our business philosophy and it's a business flaw. It's not like we're a sim, right? If you mess with us, we'll cut your throat, cut you into pieces in the desert. <laughs> right, don't confuse our niceness for anything else. However, we do have a philosophy that if you give one, you get 10 back. And you see this all the time. McCarthy gave a lot of favors and he got to be Speaker of the House. Is he a nice guy? No. It's business. You give one, you get 10 back. And there's money for everybody. There's a $134 trillion market. So that's why we get invited to different podcasts. This is money for everybody. 
Nobody's encroached. Some people want picks just from the list. No, I'm not listening to the college just getting pro picks from the list, right? And vice versa. So there's money for everybody. Everybody has their own opinion. But when you give one, you always get 10 back. That's why Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESPC Podcast Network. That's why this one don't cost $800, and that goes to it. And I don't know what that costs, I'm just shaking the work. That's why I wear good shoes and roll my butt, and I get a limousine stuck up here a mile long.